Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Pitch Talk. We are fans of football dropping vlogs, videos and podcasts on the beautiful game. Check out our videos on YouTube and Instagram's IGTV, including special feature segments, 5 Minutes with the G, The Straight Shooting View, Coaching with JBK, we produce, record and edit video content, and audio on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Verbal, Podomatic, Anchor, Spotify and other podcast platforms. Join the Pitch Talk Revolution on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and www.pitch-talk.com. The pitch is where we eat. The pitch is where we sleep. And the pitch is where we talk. The Straight Shooting View. Hey everybody, what is up? My name is Straight Shooting LJA, and welcome to another episode of The Straight Shooting View. Now... <laughs> Those who can see the video of that can see the cold in my breath and the thick gloves I'm wearing because it is cold as anything right now. But as it happens in Qatar, it's been heating up in the, well, seeing the great eight get narrowed down to the final four because, well, we know who the semi-finalists are. We're going to see Argentina v. Croatia and France versus Morocco. Now, you know what? I do want to start this by saying massive congratulations to Morocco. And you know what? Completely deserved to go through to the semifinals and becoming the first African team in World Cup history to do so. Creating history and deservedly so. And Portugal, well, being bitter. England, being a bit bitter. And it's like, even Argentina, even though they went through, still being better. So it's like, you know what? I said, congratulations to Morocco. Start this off on a positive note because I actually used to live in Latimer Road, next door to Labrador Grove. And in that area, you got Golden Road and Trellick Tower, massive Moroccan community. Big ups to them. Wayne Fleet Square as well. Hold tight. So one of them was massive Moroccan communities in both on both sides of the tracks there and you know what i've seen some of the videos some of the images and they were ecstatic lining the streets of golden road and it's like you know what props to you i've always loved the moroccan contingent in that neck of the woods my old stomping ground so you know what big ups man big 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 ups morocco have the chance hey they're in the semis anything can happen They've got France up next with the reigning and defending champions, which is going to be a massive challenge. But you can see that they're up to it. You can see that they are going to give everything. Same with Croatia, who... Croatia are one of them sides who quietly go about their business. Because remember, they were World Cup finalists four years ago. And if they beat Argentina and France beat Morocco, we could see a repeat of the 2018 final. Imagine that. Who'd have thought that for Croatia at the beginning of this tournament? Brazil were favourites. They got dumped out on penalties. Neymar didn't even get the take one in the end. And it's like, it's, it's been, this World Cup has been very interesting. It took a couple of games to heat up, I said in my previous straight shooting view episode. But in, in the knockout stages, it really has heated up majorly. And... As I record this, it's a case of England. We went out last night. Don't blame the ref. Because at the end of the day, to me, 
the tackles on Saka and also Kane that everyone said, oh, we should have had penalties for. I'm like, no. To me, in real time and even afterwards, they looked like they would have been extremely soft in terms of penalties. And by the way, we did have a penalty. I think it was about 83 minutes. We did have a penalty and Harry Kane did the most Spursy thing you could and put it high, wide and butt ugly in that pressure situation. So we had a chance to get back on level terms. We didn't take it. And in my view, people are saying, oh, Mbappe was quiet. Walker had him in his pocket. It's like, yeah, Mbappe only skinned Walker once. But Mbappe didn't need to be amazing yesterday. He didn't need to be. It's like Chouameni. Look how sloppy that goal was, was to concede. Giroud's goal as well. And it's like, we can't be blaming. We can't be blaming referees if we just are not good enough. I remember, those are the reigning and defending world champions. And it comes back to something that I said back in 2018 against Croatia. And something I said about Euro 2021 as well, where it's like, whenever we come up against a streetwise team who knows how to control the ball and control the game, we haven't got anything. Rashford came on so late, he didn't really have a chance to make a difference apart from one free kick, which was the last kick of the game. And it's one of them was, I mean, I, w- I was saying I was saying to um, Coach JBK and Nathan Arsenal in our Pitch Talk WhatsApp group, it's like, we need to get Foden and Saka on the ball. And this was at half time. I said, we needed to get them more on the ball and get their fullbacks turned against, turned against, turned towards their own goal. Because fullbacks, defenders in general, hate being turned back towards their own goal. We didn't do it enough in the first half. But then the funny thing is, second half, Saka was doing it. He had his fullback on toast. He was winning that personal battle every time. And then Southgate inexplicably took him off. So we can't blame the referees if if decisions like that are being made. So Gary Neville trying to blame referees, he talks out of both sides of his neck anyway. So, yeah, whatever. So you can't blame the referees on that. And it's weird, though, because a lot of players have been throwing refs under the bus. You got, what's it, Bruno Fernandes, Pepe throwing refs under the bus. It's like, dude, you got eliminated. You got eliminated fair and square. Morocco beat you. Shut up. Like, don't start blaming the referees if you're not good enough to beat a side on the day. It's it's one. It's not as if it was a last-minute decision and it didn't go your way. And it caused... No, you weren't good enough. It's like... And these sides had their chances as well. I mean, you look at Spain. Practicing a thousand penalties, or so they said. And then it's like... You missed three of them in the shootout. So clearly your practice wasn't good enough. Sorry, Spain. Bye. You're going home. <laughs> it's like, and then, or they're just turning around and blaming referees, blaming decisions. And it's like, well, if you were good enough, those decisions wouldn't have mattered. Argentina, when they got beaten by Saudi Arabia, had three goals disallowed. That's not the referee's fault. Your players were going too early. Your players started their runs too early. That's your fault. That you can't blame VAR, you can't blame referees for that because they've been fairly ruled out. And it's like, and, the, and it's, I said, it's like just so quick to play the blame game. 
And even Argentina, it was weird that Lionel Messi came out and was like, oh, this ref, don't talk to me about this ref. This ref is awful and all that. And it's like, well, it's like, dude, like, well, and even Emmy Martinez did the same thing. Well, so it started coming out, burying the referee, burying the opponent, saying, oh, Van Howe was disrespectful. He should shut his mouth. And it's like, dude, really? Like, you boys just won. Like, be gracious in victory. And it's like, it's just one of them ones, man. For all, for all the hype. I mean, seeing Kylian Mbappe go, ah, it's like when we lost, it's like, well, a lot of the media were, were hyping him up, hyping him up, hyping him up. And then obviously, and then obviously burying him because he, oh, he was quiet, he was quiet. And it's like, but he's got every right to turn around and go, ah, and all that. And even Brazil, when they were like freeing him up and celebrating and people whinging about it. And it's like, dude, it's part of their culture to dance. Oh, the manager shouldn't have got involved. Oh, shut up. Really? You just want the manager to stand there stoic. And it's like, <sighs> that's, a lot of fans have wound me really the wrong way. But, the fact is, we've got the semi-finals. The semi-finals are set. Argentina, Croatia, and France v Morocco. Now, some would still, some would still say it's written in the stars for Messi to win and lift that World Cup. It would be, in theory, but the fairy tale that I'd love to see come true is Morocco lifting it. That would be tremendous. You've also got France who are still in it who could become back-to-back World Cup winners. And that hasn't happened in a long time, having back-to-back World Cup winners. So there's still so much intrigue. And don't forget Croatia as well. The little engine that could as well. So we could end up with a Croatia-Morocco final. That would be amazing. Because imagine imagine a Croatia-Morocco final for a sec. It would be two teams, rank outsiders, getting into a World Cup final and contesting it. That would be absolutely amazing. And it's one of them where it's like, if one of those sides were to win it, you could say, oh, well, that's a golden generation. Because speaking of the golden generations, look at Belgium. Eden Hazard, retired from international football. Okay, well, we knew that was coming anyway because of your age. Ronaldo, Retiring from international football. Okay, cool. No World Cup for you. Bye. (laughs) Piers Morgan can do one again as well. But the fact is, a lot of people went into the tournament expecting certain things, whether it be fans, players, whatever. And this this World Cup has thrown up surprises. Greatest World Cup ever? I don't know. I'll reserve judgment until afterwards and then we look back. But you've got to look at certain teams, as I said, like Belgium. There was a bit of an entitlement there with their quote-unquote golden generation. But you're managed by Roberto Martinez. Someone actually put, um, what's it, a tweet about, oh, this is oh, Brazil's best ever, um, best ever, sorry, Belgium's best ever crop of players managed by a guy who is in relegation dogfights with Wigan and Everton every season. And it's like, now you know what, fair play. <laughs> you know, fair play. Because... <laughs> Belgium's golden generation have won nothing. It's done. So, it is one of them, as I said, there is a lot of blame game being played. And it's, un- and it's you, you can't blame the referee for not giving a, a penalty or a free kick. Because I said, 
Kane had a penalty coming back to the England game Kane had a penalty and missed it so even if we had gotten two penalties off of the tackle on Saka and the tackle on Kane tackle on Kane there's no guarantee we're scoring them there literally is no guarantee we're scoring them so it's I, I, I can't I mean I can't take the excuses I said I said straight off that game watch the excuses come flooding in and it is one of them was at least I mean this time though you see, you really do see the double standard where most football pages I've seen are like oh let's get behind Harry Kane oh this and that this and that and it's like oh okay that wasn't the attitude a year ago when Saka, when Saka, Rashford and Sancho were missing penalties in the final, that wasn't the attitude then. There was racial abuse, a torrent of it being hurled. So it's like, yeah, you see, you, you see those double standards. And this World Cup has been rife with double standards on and off the pitch. So <laughs> it is what the hell it is. But you know what? One other thing I did want to talk about, actually in terms of people going home early. How the hell is Clive Tilsley allowed to go home before the quarterfinals? Say, and ITV are like, oh, wait, well, we haven't got anything for you, but Sam Matterface is still on England duty. It's like Sam, Matt, Sam Matterface annoys the hell out of me on, in general. Episode 100 of the Straight Shooting View is great commentary, a lost art, <clears throat> where I go into detail as to why. But there was one really stupid thing that he said during the France v England quarterfinal match. And it was one of them ones where he was like, oh, well, there was 45 seconds um, between the foul on Saka and France scoring their goal from Chouameni, which was a sloppy goal to concede because at the end of the day, it's like, well, the dude's on the edge of our box. France are passing around the edge of our box. Why are we stepping off? Why are we standing five yards away and allowing them to get shots off? It's like, dude, you can't blame anybody for that goal but, but ourselves. But it was one of them ones where I just, where I just saw... Where all, all you hear is Sam Matterface, I said, oh, there was 45 seconds. There was 45 seconds between that. Oh, could the ref have pulled it back afterwards? And it's like, dude, surely you're not that stupid and you know that the rules say that if there's a foul, the ref has five seconds to bring it back. Surely you ain't that stupid, Sam Matterface, to ask a question. Oh, wait, you just have asked that question with an audience of millions listening. Oh, the ref, Oh, could the ref have pulled it back afterwards? No, because 45 seconds is gone. And it's like Clive Toolsy sitting at home. What is this? <laughs> it's, like, it's like Christ on a bike. It's like, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. It's just frustrating to me to know that there's a commentator as good as Clive Tilsley out there and by the time that England-France match had gone down, he was already at home sipping coffee watching it. And it's like, uh, I said, my great commentary is a lost start, but episode 100 of the Straight Shooting View talks about that. But yeah, man, a lot of, a lot of the big guns, a lot of the big guns gone home early. Some people gone home early. There were rumours of Roy Keane going home early. If only we were so lucky. But yes, I want to know your views. I want to know your views. What do you think of the Qatar World Cup so far? Who do you think is going to 
go ahead and lift the trophy. Is it written in the stars for Messi to do it? Will France become back-to-back -back winners? Will Morocco shock the footballing world and get into the final and potentially lift the trophy? Same with Croatia. Are they going to do it? Are they going to get to two back-to-back World Cup finals? Are Croatia going to do it? Could we see France-Croatia again? Could we see Argentina-France, a marquee final? Let me know your views. www.pitstastalk.com is the official website. Also, England. Did we deserve to go out? Were we good enough against France? In my view, we were not. But www.pitstastalk.com is the official website for everything. Pitch Talk, we're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Ghana, G-A-A-N-A, Verbal, V-U-R-B-L. We are Verbal Ambassadors and proud of it. So many other places where you can find our podcast via our website and also via RSS feed as well. Wherever you pick up your podcast, pick up the Pitch Talk podcast. Also, youtube.com forward slash Pitch Talk for all of our videos. At Pitch Talk on Twitter. Tweet with us, follow us, see what we're up to. We're at Pitch Talk on TikTok and also on Instagram for vlog previews and much, much more. Also, facebook.com forward slash Pitch Talk. Become a fan, become a friend, become a member of the group. Join the footballing revolution we are working so hard to create as well. Oh my God, so many ways to get in touch with us, so many ways to get involved. It is cold as hail in the UK, but the World Cup has been heating up. I have been Straight Shooting LJA, and until next time, on the Straight Shooting View, take care and enjoy the semi-finals and the finals of the Qatar 2022 World Cup. Later, people! Join the Pitch Talk Revolution. Check out the official Pitch Talk website. www.pitch-talk.com Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Pitch Talk. We are fans of football dropping vlogs, videos and podcasts on the beautiful game. Check out our videos on YouTube and Instagram's IGTV. Including special feature segments. Five minutes with the G. The straight shooting view. Coaching with JBK. We produce, record and edit video content. And audio on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Verbal, Podomatic, Anchor, Spotify and other podcast platforms. Join the Pitch Talk Revolution on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and www.pitch-talk.com. The pitch is where we eat. The pitch is where we sleep. And the pitch is where we talk. I can see you now.